Today's episode of the Rated JG Podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at podcorn.com. I've been a podcaster for a while now, and I seem to always get asked the same question. How do I get sponsored? Or how do I get brands to come support my show? Well, your answer is podcorn.com. With Podcorn, you are able to connect with hundreds of potential sponsors, no matter how large or small your show is. There are endless opportunities to team up with great companies that you personally seek out. And the best part is you have the option to set your own going rates for sponsorships. So if you're interested in podcorn.com, click the link in my show notes below to sign up for yourself and get those sponsorships you've been looking for. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N.com. Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> God, Wheezy. Okay. <laughs> I think we're ready to go now. Okay. All right. What's going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. We were setting this up for about 10 minutes trying to get our microphones ready to go. We haven't done this in a while. We are doing another episode of Just In Case. Just In Case. This is a series where I sit down with my wife, Casey, and we talk about life. Life. And she has been... (laughs) Like I told her, she's been fat girl breathing in the mic. She's over here. Is this okay? Does this sound good? I'm like, get off the microphone. My God. Freaking huffing and puffing. She's just sitting down. What's up? This is my quarantine 15. God, no. you not. I'm not saying that it's you at all. I'm saying that the mic was too close to your face and I could hear everything you were doing. Anyways. We are back at it. Sorry for the lack of content lately. Um, With all this going on, Casey and I have had two completely different scenarios with our work life up until, well, actually up until recently, they've been pretty similar, but the last week or so, Casey has been at home and my line of work, I have been freaking blowing and going since all this Corona shit has happened. But listen, four weeks before this week, I was working overtime. I was, yeah, for sure. I was busting my butt at work no that's what i was getting at is like i said up until like this past week we we had similar stuff because well the i think we've already said where you work but whatever i don't know if we should say the name so you've been working it's fine starbucks it's fine okay cool so starbucks yeah great company treat you very well yeah and when all this crap was going down we kind of figured that they would be one of the first ones to drop off and close down Mm -hmm. just given to the fact that they're coffee shop yeah i mean y'all are in contact with a bunch of different people all day every day it was that way for a lot of um, your employees i guess Uh, a lot of people that you work with kind of fell off you know started getting sick Mm -hmm. or were worried about getting sick so they had the option to call in well we were lucky enough that neither one of us have been sick and you took it upon yourself to be like hey man like i'll i'll pick up the slack and i'll Mm -hmm. i'll work some extra hours so they were paying y'all extra money for every hour that you work, and there was like unlimited overtime. Mm-hmm. So 
kind of a bunch of incentives to get you working. So that was awesome. So what happened is they, um, in the beginning, whenever COVID started like becoming more realistic and not just something that we were talking about in the beginning, they were allowing partners to take catastrophe pay and they had to have like been sick or been in contact with somebody that is sick or like severely immunocompromised or like they had to have a reason. And that lasted for like three days. And what catastrophe pay is, is that they took this like, they took, I I don't know exactly how it works, but they took some sort of two week span or like four week span and they averaged the amount of hours that you work per week. And that's whenever you took the catastrophe pay you're still getting paid that amount of money even though you're not working even oh okay working. so so it's kind of like they took like a like a a median number yeah. of your previous work hours yeah. like like the, the the hours you've logged mm-hmm. and if you chose to not be there you well, wouldn't necessarily get penalized for it you would just not get paid like say you like last week say you worked you know 50 hours mm-hmm. You wouldn't be getting paid that if you took the catastrophe pay. They would take another two weeks that are previous, like an average. Say you work like twenty five or thirty hours, they mm-hmm. would pay you that even though you weren't there. They were they were paying you whatever you were scheduled. So say oh, like okay. this said week you were scheduled well, thirty four hours, um, and you ended up picking up ten hours. They're not going to pay you for that forty four hours. They're paying you. you for the thirty four. Um, and so initially that started out with being like the people that were sick had been in contact with someone that was sick or um, were severely immunocompromised or right. pregnant. And that's how it started for like two or three days. And then after that, they started allowing anyone who honestly just was not comfortable coming to work because that's whenever it started becoming like more of a, like more serious of an issue than anyone thought it was at that point. Right, right. And so whenever they said that, they realized that why would anyone come to work and work whenever you get the exact same amount of pay at home doing nothing. And so that's whenever they like they provided the incentive that for anyone who is still working you get paid an extra three dollars an hour and that's like unheard of like you hear yeah, about that's like a huge like yeah. target and costco they're all paying their employees more but it's like a dollar and yeah. i'm not i'm not downplaying a dollar but like starbucks a coffee company they are paying us three dollars more an hour to be there they were paying so we had to start abbreviating our hours and um where we're normally open until 10 um, we had to start closing at eight, but the people that were working the night shifts were still getting paid as if we were still closing at 10, even though we were leaving at eight. So it was like, I just, I've never even heard of like a lot of companies are having to lay people off right now and you know, all kinds of things. And Starbucks has done nothing but like, Hook it up. and Starbucks is not listening to this, you know, whatever. Right. It's not me. I don't benefit from talking highly. I just... It's just kind of mind blowing, like how well they've taken care of us. Yeah, no, that's badass. And like I said, you know, we up until this past week, literally, what Saturday was your last shift? Uh, Friday was, yeah. So a week ago today, because we're recording this on a Friday. So yeah, like up until last Friday, you were working crazy hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you took it upon yourself to help us out and you know pick up extra hours, work overtime, because a lot of the times I'm gone from eight thirty in the morning till. 6 30 7 o'clock at night you know mm-hmm. that's almost 12 hours i'm leaving the house and not back so mm-hmm. um and you know my job takes me all over the metroplex you know from ellis county all the way up to 
you know, Grapevine and Fort Worth and, you know, complete opposite end of the spectrum. I'll be in Cleburne. So I'm everywhere and you're right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of one of those situations where you're like, well, I mean, hey, they're, they are offering all these incentives. We don't have kids at home. Neither one of us, like both of us are healthy. Knock Um, on wood. Yeah. Right. And we don't live with anyone. Like there's no one else in our household other than us two. Right. Um, Like a lot of partners left because they have kids or, right. Or they have, you know, they're living with their parents who are elderly and have health conditions or they have little sisters and brothers that, you know, are super high risk. Um, And so they, I'm not going to sit here and dictate whether anybody took the cat pay for the right or wrong reasons, but a lot of people really needed to not keep coming to work. And so it's nice that a company like this big global organization was still would like acknowledge that and say, Hey, listen, like I understand we don't want to penalize you because this is a literal pandemic. So you'd go take care of yourself and you will still have a job when you come back. So yeah. And if you are able-bodied and willing and you want to work, here's a couple of incentives like Mm -hmm. that. that, That's a really cool, Mm -hmm. you know, I I think that that's a benefit whenever you think of these big, global companies like you work for Mm -hmm. you know whatever you know starbucks amazon ibm whatever it may be you hear a lot of oh i don't want to work for corporate this and Mm -hmm. that sucks like we've said it on here many times starbucks has been awesome to us i mean this this started out as something that and i'm speaking on this as your husband i don't even work for them Mm -hmm. but you know i went to school for business and i know what bad business looks like Mm -hmm. and so do you and we go into this whole situation just kind of as a time filler, like, oh, well, you know, this is something that'll help us for the time being. I'm just going to get a part-time job at Starbucks. And then it turned into, you know, two years later, yeah. shift supervisor, making great money, great benefits, 401k, the whole mm-hmm. shebang. And then this crazy, like you said, you know, epidemic, this mm-hmm. pandemic, whatever you want to call it, this all happens that nobody had foreseen. And they continue to show their true colors. Like this is that's really cool as a company. Like they just keep and they're, they're leveling not the up. Only global organization. Like obviously Starbucks has money. Right. No one is naive enough to think that you know this is going to hurt them drastically. Like if anything, this is going to keep employee turnover rates at a minimum. Sure. But um, Starbucks isn't the only company that could do it that is doing it. Yeah. And there are other companies that very well could have, but they're not. Right. And so. Um, it's just, it's kind of crazy. There have been people that were hired like maybe two weeks before this whole, uh, yeah. before it started getting very serious. Right. And these employees that are brand new, still training, you know, maybe in remission or maybe have a significant other that has extreme health risk and whatever. And so they took the cat pay. So they've been working for Starbucks for two weeks and then they're taking catastrophe pay for six weeks and they're getting paid for working 29 hours a week for six weeks for a company they just started with. Yeah. Like, it, it's just insane. And that's, again, like, Starbucks CEO was not listening to this. I right. have no, like, there's nothing for me to gain by saying this. It's just kind of insane. Like, it, it's it's overwhelming how grateful I am to work for a company that actually does care about us. And I sat on, I told you this, like, I sat on a conference call about two weeks ago And the way that Starbucks works is we have a store manager at each store, one. And then in each district, there's probably about 13, 14, 15, I don't know, don't quote me on that, but a a cluster of stores in the district. And then there's a region, 
so on and so forth. Well, I sat on the phone or not on the conference call with our regional manager and about 110 other store managers, district managers, shift supervisors, whatever. And on like what, like, like Skype or zoom or something. I I think it was like a, it's like a version of zoom, but it's how they've been using their conference calls before all of this started. Yeah. Okay. So you, you Um, were in, you were sitting in with all the big wigs. Yeah. And for the first at least 15 to 20 minutes of that conversation, the, regional manager he doesn't know us from adam he's over i think i don't even know how many regions are in texas but it might be like eight or nine um and he's talking to all of us and he just is pouring his heart out with nothing but gratitude for us for working so hard and keeping our stores open and doing everything that we can and you know he understands that this is a hard time but i starbucks is or our employees are the heart of starbucks and you know y'all are killing it right now and we just cannot express to you how thankful like whenever you work for a company whose big wig is like his big responsibility is numbers and profit and stuff like that at a time that we're not profiting and he's so extremely gracious and grateful for all of us like it, it just kind of like it motivates you to work harder like for, it for sure yeah i mean you appreciate feeling appreciated right and also that guy his job description stretches far and wide, mm-hmm. but sitting in on conference calls like that, I guarantee you that's not in it. You know, he has, mm-hmm. he has secretaries, he has assistants, he has office managers. He doesn't have to be doing that. Mm-hmm. He's probably putting his face out there to be, uh, you know, kind of like a beacon of support mm-hmm. during this time. That's pretty cool before we, I mean, we, we've kind of dove super far into Starbucks, but sorry, no, no, I, I'm, I, I'm excited to hear all this too. I mean, you haven't really told me all that, but like, what what I was getting at when we started all this with was like, it's really crazy. And I can't speak for both of us, but I think that I can in the sense that I know you very well, not to be boastful by any stretch of the imagination, but like you and I have not, we're, we are live a very modest lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, go out every weekend. We don't have flashy cars and all that stuff. Like, I mean, we're just everyday average Joe's. And, you know, whatever, paycheck to paycheck, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I have this internal struggle myself with during all of this crap that's been going on due to the nature of my business and the situation you just explained in length. We've actually seen more financial freedom Mm -hmm. whenever all of our, okay, all that, that's a complete stretch. a lot of the people surrounding us have been on the polar opposite end of the spectrum. They're hurting. They don't have work. They don't, they, they, they have no income Mm -hmm. whatsoever. So it's, it sucks. It's like a double-edged sword because on one hand, of course I'm thankful. Of course I'm happy. Of course I'm like, hell yeah. But on the other hand, it's like, dang, this, this, this is awful. I, I, I mean, well, there's nothing to, there's nothing to praise about, no, the entire pandemic by any None. means, but at but, the but same do you get time, what I'm, do you get what I'm saying? No, it's, it's almost a, like a guilt thing. Yeah, yeah okay, that's like a, that's I'm, a perfect word for it. I feel guilty for yes. being for bringing in a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, right yeah, like what? And what the hell are we going to do with it? Like taking yeah, advantage of? Yeah, we're buying name brand stuff from the grocery store now because you can't go anywhere. Like, I mean, you right. can't do anything. We're we're doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, it sucks because you you see both ends of the spectrum because we are the complete, we are the epitome of like middle-class America, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're fortunate enough to not be scraping by eating ramen noodles for every meal, 
but we are damn sure not driving Lamborghinis and eating mm-hmm. at steakhouses every night. But it, it, we're surrounded by like-minded and, you know, our peers are definitely on, you know, a median with us. Mm-hmm. And it sucks to see a lot of them hurting because we were there and now it's like do almost like due to all of this sort of put us in a better situation, which is great. But it sucks at the same time. Whatever. You get what I'm saying is like it's, it's, it's internal like, moral struggle. Yeah, it just it sucks. Yeah. But we've been fortunate enough in, in certain ways we've been able to give back to those individuals that we're talking oh, about, sure. you know, being able to help. That is one of the most gratifying feelings ever is like, cause God forbid we're ever in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. I would hope that people would do that for us. Well, they, we, they, we, we've yeah, been in we, some sticky situations yeah. and we've had, we've been extremely fortunate mm-hmm. with the people that care about us to. Yes, for sure. We've been, you know, there, there's been certain situations and people that listen to this know what we're mm-hmm. talking about. If you know, you know who you are like very thankful. And whenever the ball is in your court, you should, and you have the ability, you should reciprocate is what I'm getting at. So, and it's, it's be that as it may, money's not everything. And Mm -hmm. I think right now you and I are definitely starting to see that. So my question to you is this whole just in case like saga that we've started. Like, I think it's a, I think it's cool that we could we could almost call this like a um, series, yeah. For lack of a better term, you know, just in case it started out as just you and I shooting the shit like we always do. Mm-hmm. People loved it. Thank y'all for the support. But th- then we started doing like the mental health portion, which was I've said it multiple times on here. Our mental health episodes have blown everything out of the water. I mean, I'm glad, which is really cool. I and mean, we had no idea. Me included. Like, I mean, this was something I had to coax you into doing. Like, are, are you okay with doing it? And you're like, yeah, oh, of course. You know, I, I don't have anything to hide. I yeah. want people to know. So I was like, okay, well, you know, hey, if one person gains something positive from this, then so be it. Mm-hmm. And we've been transparent from the start that for all of the listeners right now that don't know, we've done two mental health episodes of Just In Case where mental health, and I'm putting like air quotes in the air right now. And it's almost like a sub-segment of the Just In Case episode. So all of you that haven't gone back and listened to those, thank you for listening to this one. But just to kind of give you a very brief backstory, I am fortunate enough that I don't have mental health diagnosis. I'm I'm not... You don't have mental health illness. Yeah, I, I, I don't have anxiety or depression or bipolar or schizophrenia, whatever you want to anything mental health i'm very fortunate and i'm 100 percent aware that i am lucky to not have anything like that but the woman that i love and that i'm married to does everything does (laughs) does suffer from some things you know she's got anxiety she's got depression it's well documented on this show so this is kind of cool this is like an outlet for us because obviously as her husband i talk to her about this on a daily basis we have things that we go through as a couple that Nobody sees from the outside and nobody ever will, but I started this whole thing to genuinely ask and to see, like almost like an experiment, like, hey, would this help you to mm-hmm. voice your opinion? Because she's, Casey's very well-spoken. Casey's very well-educated. Casey's got a lot of life experiences and a lot of things to say about this topic. So I figured... Right now, and this is not prefaced at all. We haven't we haven't rehearsed any of this. 
So I figured right now with everything that's been going on, this would be a perfect time to bring her on to talk about like where she's at mentally. Cause I kind of know, but I, I'm, I'm curious to see what she tells everybody else. Cause like I told you, you can back me up on this. We haven't talked about this at all. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> so we're, damn, we're already 20 minutes into this, give or take, but like you started out with all this crap hitting the fan and like you and I are very, um, positive people. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, you and I are like, ah, whatever, glass half full, COVID is not a big deal, coronavirus, whatever, I don't even I drink corona, blah, like, blah, blah. Oh, haha, tequila virus, that's fine, sounds like a good time to me. Yeah, and that like, was like four months ago, or four weeks ago, excuse me, and then as the days go by, me and her being these beacons of positivity, starting to look at each we're other looking at like, each other like, Ooh. <laughs> did you just fucking sneeze? Like, girl, and get up, like... How many times did you shower in you a better, day? Yeah, you yeah. better get six feet away from me right, right now. You so do it like that. Whenever we start doing that, we're like, okay, maybe this is a little bit serious. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, I, as her husband, I try to check on her all the time and make sure she's okay. Because mm-hmm. even if she acts like she's not, or acts like she is, there's a very good chance that she's not. So mm-hmm. we've been, we had the luxury, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, we had the luxury of this awesome work environment that gave her an outlet to essentially work her tail off and get reimbursed for it tenfold. Mm -hmm. And I think from my perspective, like I said, I don't, I'm not you, but I feel like that was so beneficial to you because it was almost like a distraction. Even, even though you were on the front, God, okay. Front lines. That that sounds terrible. I don't, yeah, I don't mean disrespect to anybody. You know what I'm getting? I'm sorry. I meant like, I was, you, 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 you were, literally in the shit like i mean there was there was was coming up hundreds of people Mm -hmm. an hour going Mm -hmm. through there hundreds and you don't know where people are gross you don't know where their their hands have been and whatnot oh you can hear them over the freaking drive-through speaker (laughs) yeah (laughs) can i get a yeah and i'm like you better not be coming up in here (laughs) no sir you better turn out so like you had like all of this 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 crisis hits you know the the world Mm -hmm. and you given everything we just mentioned you know with anxiety you have every reason to start freaking out i thought you would freak out and you surprised me you didn't at all you you well Uh, i had one day of freaking insanity frenzy yeah well at the (laughs) beginning you were like you know what i'm just gonna immerse myself in work i'm just gonna i'm just gonna be freaking the best shift supervisor i can be and you were killing it you were working like 50 hours a week and i'm over here going hell yeah dude like give me that e- extra income i'm all for it man we're, we're killing it right now so that happens and then now due to other unforeseen circumstances you're unable to work for what another week give or take yeah i was off this last week and i'll be off again for another week yes and she's totally fine i'm completely 100%. fine i don't she, have rona yeah, i promise there, she's fine it's not and we're not it gonna, is an abundance of precaution that i am at home yeah so and we're that's all that I will whatever say about that. so she's not working right now <laughs> she's not but working. that all is a precursor to what we're we're at now mm-hmm. so as my wife you can attest to this i've worked more in the last month than I've ever worked mm-hmm. with this current no job. Doubt. I mean, it's been crazy. There's some days where I'm up at six and I'm not home till six. There's some days where I'm, you know, a normal nine to five. It, it, it's just, it's all mm-hmm. dependent upon the situation, but it kind of sucks because I want to be there for you. Cause I know that your mind will go crazy places. If I can't <laughs> call you every hour or be in contact with you as much as I should, 
but up until this week, we've had the luxury of you being immersed in work. Uh So you had a couple of days. Mental breakdown. (laughs) This week. Multiple mental breakdowns a day. So no, not this week. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, no, I was talking about this week. Oh, I'm like, I've been fine this week. Oh, that is so not true. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was thinking about like the last two days. And then I think I've been the so day. fine this week. That is not true. <laughs> I forgot. I'm so, sorry. No, I was going to ask. So <laughs> if you could briefly, <laughs> I stress the word briefly because Casey will go I can't off. can't do anything brief. Take me through like where your mental has been with the, let, let's go off the last like week and a half to where uh the tail end of last week you were killing it at work and then the beginning of this week it was totally flip-flop so where have you been walk me through it well like i said whenever this whole catastrophe pay thing started um a couple partners took it then a couple more then a bunch more then a bunch more and then we were down to like a third of our staff and so i had like a couple glimpses of complete and utter panic thinking oh my god my nose is running I'm gonna die in two days like I am freaking out and then that would happen and then not even 10 minutes later I'm like you know what screw it I'm fine I'm healthy I'm making money this is great nah and so I kept flip-flopping between like being freaked the hell out and then being like you know what Calm down, Casey. YOLO. <laughs> You're doing your thing. You're doing that anxious thing and like quit it. So I talked myself off a ledge real quick. Um, and I guess like working a bunch and like just immersing myself in work kind of like was a good thing for me because I'm like, you know what? I'm at work. I'm making money. I'm, you know, I'm bringing income to our house. Like I'm picking up shifts. I'm keeping our store running, blah, 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 whatever. And so, like, I would have, I had that going for me, and it all kind of came to an abrupt stop. I won't go into detail, um, but it is nothing to be concerned about. But all of a sudden, I had to, like, I was informed that I couldn't go back to work for two weeks. Um, <clears throat> and so that night, I think I had, like, the mother of all panic attacks because every coping mechanism that I was using at the time was, I was stripped of. And so I was like, I, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm going to go insane. And mind you, I have the luxury like we talked about, of the fact that I'm still going to be paid. And I know a lot of people that aren't working aren't getting paid. So I tried to keep, remind, tried to keep reminding myself of that. Um, but it still just was like, you know, I've, I've kind of been masking my backseat anxiety with working and, you know, telling myself I'm fine. Um, and then when I found out that I couldn't go to work for two weeks, I'm like, I lost my mind. I went nuts. I'm like, I'm going to go crazy. I don't trust myself. I just, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go batshit. Like, it's just, it's not going to be good of me, good for me to stay home for two weeks. Um, and so that's kind of how my whole two weeks started was me thinking, I suck. I can't do this for two weeks. I am not the person that needs to stay home ever. I'm going to go insane. And so that mindset and that like fear kind of drove me to act in such a way for the first like two or three days of me being stuck at home. And then one day in specific was very sunshiny outside. And so I used Justin's flat top grill as a desk (laughs) outside and I did some homework out there and I got some sunshine, some vitamin D and I've been freaking positive poly ever since then. So False. 
what? <laughs> when? <laughs> no, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board. You were killing it. Like I was, lo- and I'm, I'm I'm using every every husband mechanism I can. I'm like, oh my god, you know, do this, do that. You're so thank you're you're so lucky to be here like i wish i could be home with you Mm -hmm. but you know we're lucky enough to have a house like you have a look at your puppy dog and your kitty a lot of people would be like so excited to stay home for two weeks and still get paid for it and i just have i don't know what it is inside me like i i inherently need to work i find a lot of my worth in work and so i was like i no this is the worst thing for me but no (laughs) so what i what i was actually you, you didn't even hit on this but like you were doing great you and have been doing great and i think i'm gonna be a stay-at-home wife now (laughs) but like you you have been doing great and 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 kind of proving yourself wrong in a lot of ways doing a lot of positive things you know writing pages of notes for school and doing homework assignments days before they're due and Mm -hmm. reading books and you know, cooking dinner and cleaning the house, like just doing things that are that I mean, both. and finding joy in things that used to like be redundant, and right? And like, me. right? And like both, but like both of us appreciate that. Like, I mean, yeah. I think you've told me that you find value in that too. And of course, who the hell doesn't like coming home to a home cooked meal and like mm-hmm. a clean house? Like, call me old fashioned, but you would like that if I did right. that for you. Yeah. So, but there was one day in specific, and Casey's told me this for years that like a precursor slash indicator for me as her husband to understand and to intervene is when, if and when she is sleeping all day and I'm, I'm halfway joking, but I'm not. When I say all day, I mean, I didn't, I've had, I've had to check on her and make sure she's alive. I'm like, you have been asleep for 18 hours. How the, how are you asleep? Literally, but I'm, no, I'm not joking at all. And it's it is. I mean, you know, all all jokes aside, and everything out on the line, it is frustrating for me because I don't understand it. I'm like, how are you? How are you asleep? Why are you asleep? Get up! You and then it, you can't comprehend it. Yeah, and I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I can't get it. So therefore, that's like a that's like a shortcoming on my behalf. Is like, Justin, why in the world does her? being asleep all day bother you and it it makes me kind of self-reflect like why does it bother me and it's not a bother me it's because you've told me in the past that that is an indicator that you're not okay so it's almost like an internal thing for me like this is not okay like like get her up why why is she asleep so it's kind of like one of those things like i said this mental health journey is a thing for both of us and it's something for me to work on as well so i'm like okay this is bad, but don't be angry at her. Ask her what's going on. Yeah. Call her, wake her up, you know, whatever. And there was a day where you were asleep till whatever, three in the afternoon. And I ate like the entire gallon of gold. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the diet goes off the rails and the sleep and everything, but mm-hmm. you're human. Yeah. And you do have things that I don't understand and I can't comprehend, but that's not my, that's not my place. Mm-hmm. But it is my place to make sure you don't stay in that state of mind for that that amount of time so whatever let you have that day talk to you about it made you forced you to talk to me about what's mm-hmm. going on in your brain even though it pissed me off and at it, the time and it pisses me off that it pisses you off because mm-hmm. i'm just doing what you told me to do right so but then once we break down that like initial pissed off 
There's a lot. Then underneath. I start crying and I'm like, I don't even know why I slept all day. <laughs> Justin, I don't know how you love me. I'm 17. Do you even love me anymore? I want to leave me. <laughs> Justin, how do you love me? There's 17 different people and personalities <laughs> living in my body. How do you love them it all? It wasn't me. It was I'm Patricia. Like, well, I, yeah, I love <laughs> 12 out of those 17 but the other five are like unbearable but i have to deal with them too so but like that's what i'm saying is like it's it's a journey Mm -hmm. and props to you because six months ago a year ago this one day that you had would have been two weeks two and then sprinkle on top oh yeah there's a global you know, disease pandemic mm-hmm. going on. Oh, br- not to mention everything else. I would have thought, yeah. I would have thought Casey would have called a contractor out and, you know, got steel doors put up around our entire house and had machine guns installed for I the zombie, like the zombie apocalypse. So like, I, whatever props to you for that. Cause that's, Thanks. that's cool to see your growth and that's you know, whatever we're on the podcast, but that's straight up like that. That's I'm proud of you for that. And it seems to me like, as the days go by, because we're on day seven now. Yeah, seven from off of work. Well, no, six. Whatever. G- a, week. A, a week, give or take. <laughs> and it's, to be completely honest, I thought it was going to be a steady decline. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Yeah. It's been a steady increase mm-hmm. with a you know a hiccup in the middle. Mm-hmm. But props to you for just acknowledging it and letting it just be a hiccup. So you, I think a lot of it has to do with maybe like, you, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you have a lot to look forward to. It almost probably makes you look forward to going back to work to kind of pick up the slack because you know that you're going to oh, be behind. I cannot wait to go back to work. Yeah, that's bad. And your birthday is right around the corner. Yes. So, ooh, actually tomorrow. So it's it's Friday the 17th. I don't know when I'm going to post this because I'm lazy and I don't want to <laughs> edit everything and listen to this. But everyone is partial to their birthdays. It doesn't matter if you want a, you know a cake baked for you or your your mom to call you or you know your favorite meal to be cooked with mm-hmm. or go out on the town it's it's the one day of the year that's solely about you and i enjoy doing that for you i mm-hmm. feel like i've done a decent job of that over the years is yeah, try no to make doubt. you try to make you feel special on your birthday so are you excited for manana oh, so yeah, it's, it's not my actual birthday my birthday's on tuesday i'm aware of that <laughs> Just so you know, Justin, we've been married for 750 years, but just so you know, my birthday is on Tuesday. Um, But no, we're actually, I was super bummed because we, I just, I don't know, I was like super bummed because our plans that I was really super excited about got canceled and I was like, you know what, I don't even care what we do for my birthday, like, and that was like a, not even poor pity me, like it was honestly like, I, I don't care anymore, I don't, whatever, COVID, you win, you can take my birthday, it's fine. I'll turn 26 next year. But um, like, no, like now that this is like actually coming to fruition and it's like not just something we're talking about anymore, I am, ooh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. You know what's weird is I feel like this whole situation is something that you would thrive off of on one hand Mm -hmm. and then let it get the best of you on the other hand because you – love being home mm-hmm. i i love being home i hate being home and the re i think our reasons are different um you like being home because you you know you you enjoy feeling comfy and like safe so, yeah i was gonna say protected and like just not overstimulated and just like i like feeling like i have some sort of control sure and 
I hate routine. Mm-hmm. I hate it in some senses, mm-hmm. you know. I am not the kind, like Monday through Friday or Thursday for that matter. The second my eyes open, and this is no bullshit, the second my eyes open, I'm like, when can I get back in this bed again? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to deal with human beings. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to act like I like everybody because a lot of the times I'm known as, I'd say the majority of the time, I'm known as the positive person. When I show up somewhere, people are like, oh, Justin's here. Like, yay. Like, he's happy. And it's hard to keep that up all the time. It's It's an expectation at some point. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful that people. You want to be seen as that. Sure. Of course. I don't want to. No one likes a negative name. No. And I I don't want nobody, including me. And I have, I take a lot of pride in being positive and, and, and being people's whatever, like confidant to mm-hmm. talk to and make them smile and whatnot I, and maybe i'm not flattering myself this is you know just something that i've from over the years that people have told me but i'm a human being and like dude with all this that has been going on especially lately like, it is it is so rough mm-hmm. and you know poor pity me whatever but like i'm just when i wake up i'm like mother god take me now please (laughs) i don't want to do this so therefore when the weekend rolls around and i don't have to work i'm like you want to rage i don't i don't even care what we do just get me the fuck out of this house like i do you want to go down the street and or do you want to go to the driveway Mm -hmm. and do something yes just get me out of these four walls i can't take it i can't want i can't even stand the thought of hearing the netflix freaking you know like or Hulu or, or I, oh my God, it drives me insane. And I, so therefore this situation has kind of been driving me insane. And I didn't think that it was going to, it's weird. I don't know. It's just. It's, well, Cause you're still not, you're not completely quarantined. Like you, yes. you're not con- quarantined at all. Actually. Yeah. You are still living your life as you would minus the weekends so your quarantine only actually comes into play saturday right. and sunday and i'm a i'm so thankful that i have a job and i'm so no, no, no. thankful I, I that like saying it like that no i know and and I, I wasn't i didn't take it that way i just just clarification like i i'm don't I, there's not a second that goes by when you know my prayers every day thank you yeah. i'm so thankful for having a job i'm very great overwhelming you know, sense of like grace yeah like like just being grateful Mm -hmm. but at the same time i am a human being and i am like i'm 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 over it well i was struggling with that too when i was working it was like i am so blessed and lucky that i have a job i'm also making three more dollars an hour yeah but jesus h roosevelt christ i am (laughs) tired yeah and it's not even that i and I, i like i mentioned just a second ago i'm human and anyone that says that it doesn't bother them that everyone else is off of work mm-hmm. and they go to work, shut up. Mm-hmm. You are a 1,000% bold-faced liar. Oh, hell yeah. Unless you're waking up and doing just the job of your dreams every day, you're jealous. Yeah. I look around at all and I'm like, God dang, you freaking went to sleep at 2 in the morning, got up at 1 in the afternoon, you got to work out. Also got to, jealous yeah. of you, though. Those yeah, people are jealous that, of you because that, you're still able to go work and... See, yeah, and that's how you know we've been married because you, because you took 
the words out of my mouth. Literally, that's what I was going to say. Every single time that I have those jealousy thoughts come into my mind, they're combated with thankfulness. And like, it's, I don't even say jealousy. It was almost like resentment. Like, oh, God, I don't, why don't you go to work for me? Yeah. But I know myself. And if I had two days off of work, I'd be going crazy. You'd go nuts. I'd go crazy. Yeah. It's just like, almost like, like a, like a, I'm green with envy. Like, Ugh, I wish yeah. I could stay home for a day. Yeah. But if I did it for one or two days, I'd be right back to square one. And I think that's where 90% of the population's at right now. Mm-hmm. But we're hopefully we're on the tail end of all this because our April was stacked. You know, your birthday, Claudia and Brandon's wedding, mm-hmm. Autumn's birthday. Like we had so many big plans and like mm-hmm. everything kind of just went by the wayside. So that's another thing to kind of swallow is all the predetermined plans that we had are flipped on their head mm-hmm. and you're trying to cope with all that too. But I think that at this point, like everyone wants to sit there and sympathize and clarify that no matter what you're feeling about having to stay home or <clears throat> no matter what you're having to deal with about like your anxieties regarding COVID and everything, they're all okay. Well, it's also okay whenever you are one out of four people that actually gets to go to work. And I emphasize gets to like, you're lucky enough to still go and still get paid. Like a lot of other people aren't. It's, it's still hard to know that most of your colleagues slash peers slash potential coworkers and everything like that are sitting at home asleep while you're still grinding it out. It's, it's hard not to resent that. So I think that everyone's sitting there saying like, you know, it's you're okay if you think this, that, or the other about staying home and like whatever you do or don't do during this pandemic is okay because guess what? It's a pandemic. Well, guess what? You also get to be okay in the fact that you are a little bit jealous of people sitting at home right. even though they would love to trade shoes with you. It, it, it right. goes back and forth. And that's another thing that I feel like has been like a, like a hot button topic with all of this is – Mental health, anxiety, all that stuff is has a stigma around it in the first place. Obviously, like oh god, what, like oh you're sad, go outside or whatever. You know, you're sad. Cheer up, buttercup. Yeah, now, oh, I swear to God, be thankful. You know, it, way easier said than done. Yeah. So, but with all this thrown into the mix, obviously those arguments and everything are going to be heightened and are going to be you know more in the forefront. But I think that this is a perfect time. For everybody to be, you know, have a little bit of sympathy and grace for yeah. other people because like for every, how do I even word this? For every thought that you have that's like, oh God, like, oh, you're scared to go outside because of, you know, we live in Texas, but somebody in Kentucky got COVID. Like, get, get out of the house, that, you pussy. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what? Like, there's still more people that are providing resources to comfort that person. I feel like I feel like perception is everything. Right. So some people have a fear of getting sick, right? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that person that's not afraid of getting sick, maybe they're deathly afraid of snakes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you turn on Fox News and you hear freaking, oh, there's a insane snake pandemic. You know, oh my God, if you leave your house, there's a one in five chance you're going to get bit by a snake. Well, that same person that makes you feel stupid for statistics that are the exact same for this disease as they are for those, you know, mm-hmm. you know, figurative snakes that we're talking about. Now they're afraid. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you have a little bit of sympathy? 
or empathy, like like put yourself in those shoes because I personally have gone through a, like a, a roller coaster with that. I've been through, man, this is stupid. Why are they shutting down everything? I want to go to the bar. I want to I want to go to the restaurant and have a, a you know a nice meal and a drink. This is dumb. Mm-hmm. But then two weeks later, I'm like, oh wait, maybe I was wrong. Why do you need your windshield yeah, yeah, fixed? Exactly. Exactly. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Why do you want to go get coffee? Exactly. Why do you want a freaking frappuccino? So it's kind of like a like a reality check mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at. Is like people just really need to have a little bit of humanity inside of them and just think that there's more people in this world than just you mm-hmm. and your vision, your opinion, your perception. You're just one person of the billions mm-hmm. on this earth. Like just chill and yeah. like j- just understand that there's other opinions perceptions mm-hmm. and thoughts and that's okay because they are Yours. individualized to each person and like that's dude too, chill like with, out with all, like for almost every single negative comment slash statistic slash we're all gonna die why aren't you wearing a mask and building a bunker like for every one of those there's at least five more people that are saying you know, posting on social media, hey, if you can't get a hold of toilet paper, I have a shit ton. Please DM me. If you cannot find food and your family is hungry, please let me know and I will make something happen. You will not, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's been so much. I feel like in the face of, like, crisis, there are a lot of, like, scary aspects and there are a lot of people that, you know, react and respond out of fear and angst and they they show ugly colors and other ugly sides of themselves and then there's also a lot of people and they very well may fit in the same person you know initially they showed a lot of anxiety a lot of angst a lot of anger misplaced anger um turn right around and be more generous and gracious and you know there's so like just like i said like crisis brings out the best and the worst of all of us yeah for sure and i feel like more than not it's good yeah and like like i said i had a couple days of just complete panic frenzy like oh my god we're all gonna die we're gonna starve to death we're gonna let this is the end of the world right and then for the next 10 days i was sitting there you know pepping my team up at work or you know giving you motivational speeches before you go to work saying yeah. you know what this is this is the time to shine like we can really reach out to people we can really help people like this you know yeah, whatever for sure. so and that, i think they both go hand in hand and it doesn't mean that one person is one way and one person is the other i think that the both ways can be in the same person cuz yeah. i experienced both of those within myself uh-huh. and then i've seen a lot of people do the same like the same person that was fighting people over 12 bags of 60 rolls of toilet paper is also the same person going out on Facebook saying, hey, dude, I I panic bought and I'm ashamed of that. If anyone cannot find toilet paper, please let me know. I will give it to you for right. free. Yeah, for sure. You know, so it's like. Yeah, no doubt. And I feel like, so if you, if you were to tell somebody, if you were to tell somebody that is suffering with anxiety, depression, whatever, from your perspective, give them your perception on like, how to get out of a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to put you on spot. But if you were to talk to somebody that has anxiety and depression like yourself, mm-hmm. hey, this situation's going on. Here are some things to try to avoid. And here's some, maybe a, an avenue or a road that you can take to get out of that spot. What would you tell them? Number one, first and foremost, no doubt, no hesitation is to be gentle with yourself. 
a lot of people like to talk about people with mental health issues and, you know, joke about it or, you know, whatever, and like to play it off like we're all super soft and we're super emotional and let's all sit around and kumbaya and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's not even like that because most of the time we are so harsh with ourselves that it is, it is debilitating. And so number one, no doubt, be gentle with yourself because everything that you are feeling is okay. Basically what I'm trying to say is that every fear, every anxious thought, every, you know, sadness that this invokes and instills in within you you can't sit there and batter yourself for feeling these things because number one you do have chemically imbalanced neurons firing I don't even know if that's the right term but like your moral of story what I'm trying to say is that you have to be gracious with yourself and your thoughts because your feelings and these like intense episodes of fear and then followed by intense episodes of no energy and feeling like the life has been sucked out of you because of it like you are not at fault for them but you are responsible to challenge yourself and say hey I'm looking at these thoughts these feelings these fears these um you know all of these demons in my mind telling me all kinds of crazy things and it is up to you to look them in the face and say hey listen we're going to be better than that because here's what I can control and that's what I'm going to focus on today that's my that's my biggest thing is like just not battering yourself mentally because I do that so what is a piece of advice you would give to somebody that is in that spot and they can't help it and they want to get out of it what would you tell them this isn't a, a, a end-all be-all solution but what would you tell them Somebody's like, man, you know, I just, I know I should be thankful. I know I should be happy, but like, I just can't find my way out of this rut. What should I do? I think from the, your perspective, because you, you know, and I'm only one person. Disclaimer: I'm sure we've said this a million times throughout these episodes, but Casey and I are not psychologists. We're not. We're not shrinks. We're not. We're not. I am mentors. Not. We're not anything. We're just. A, we are a couple that have completely differing brain waves, but we're working through all this together and what i'm saying is we've been through a whole lot with your journey Mm -hmm. so what would you say from your personal experience what would you tell a person that is doing that and that's kind of what i'm saying is that like i'm not the epitome of mental health issues or battles or struggles or triumphs but for me um a lot that helped me get out of this rut or whatever this like spiral that I was going down go outside just just go outside if it's sunny go outside because the sun does incredible things for me and just I don't know what it is about it but like the feeling of just like warmth and security and stability just like completely flops my mind and makes me feel like I can I am capable of positivity I can do it, it gives you hope, honestly, and hope drives everything good. And so whenever you're feeling hopeless, whenever you're feeling like you don't have anywhere to go, whenever you're feeling like you have no control over any sort of situation, especially COVID-19, because none of us do, you, you can find hope in all of the smallest places. Cleaning your house. Cleaning my house gives me so much anxiety relief. It's unreal. And um, I've never been more attracted to you in my entire <laughs> life than coming home to a clean house. Um, going outside, like getting sunshine, 
gives me so much like I don't know what it is about the sun gives me hope for the future. Vitamin D. <laughs> Vitamin D for sure. And yeah. then, you know, just a bunch of things like I don't it it you don't have to be religious, but I I find a lot of hope and strength in religion and you know, my relationship with God. And so it just it's whatever whatever you can find that makes you feel inspired, whatever you can find that makes you feel like hey, tomorrow the sun is going to rise and you're still going to be here, what can you do about it? Like that's the biggest driving factor that gets me out of any sort of sure. slump. Absolutely. That's a great that's a great thing to go off of and whatever that is that you find, you know, Casey's instance is the sun. Maybe you that's listening, maybe your thing is music. Maybe your thing is books. Maybe your thing is going for a run. Maybe your thing is cooking. Whatever it is, right now is not the time to critique yourself for it. Right now is the time to embrace it and say this is – pause. If it's healthy for you, right. don't go and shoot up heroin. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if it's something that is a positive – And constructive. Yes. Like don't – like, oh, you know what? The, the COVID's made me just really realize – I'm going to funnel an entire liter yeah, of tequila, uh, yeah, bitches. I, just, I love railing Coke in the bathroom. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, obviously – Railing Coke in the Obviously bathroom. that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like whatever your, your vice is – not even your vice, but like whatever your – your mo- your mode of medium that gets you to positivity. Mm-hmm. If it's constructive to you and it's not harmful to others, embrace it. Right now is the time. And another thing I was going to say while you were talking, it just made me think about like once again my perspective because I am not you. And I'm I, I try to learn every day how to be a better husband to a woman that does have – mental conditions that I don't have Mm. because it is a two person street. You've said that a million times too. And it's like for me and everyone that's listening, whether you be a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a dad, a mom, what brother, sister, it doesn't matter if you're not the one suffering or quote diagnosed with anything. You have to be gentle too. That's what, that's legitimately what I was going to say is being understanding gentle and be like a shoulder to lean on right now. I don't it doesn't think understanding matter. is necessarily the proper term because you can't fully understand. But knowing that you will never comprehend exactly what's going on and acknowledging that within yourself is important. Yeah. So basically just like don't try to put yourself in their shoes because you can't. Mm-hmm. It's a physical impossibility because you can't comprehend what it's what's going on. Understand that rationalize that internalize that and make yourself a better version of whatever you think you could be try to be that because that person that you love and that you care for needs that more now than ever so like no doubt i'm very very grateful that i'm not one of the people that has anxiety or depression because i I, from the way that everybody describes it it's unbearable but that doesn't mean that I'm in the clear because the people that I care about have these things. So therefore it's my responsibility, my duty to try to be a better person for those people. So all of you that are listening that may be in a similar situation to myself and Casey, it's a two way street. So just remember that. And I think that nothing, there's no better time to kind of 
work on yourself than right now, given everything that's going on. So it's a time of rebuilding. Yeah, no doubt. So sorry, this was this was kind of like a serious podcast, but like we got deep. Yeah. This whole thing started out with Casey heavy fat breathing into the microphone because she had it too close to her face. <laughs> She's a whopping like a hundred pounds, but yeah. Anyways, so we just wanted to. We felt like I think it'd I be. Did it again. We feel like it would be a perfect time to come on here and kind of hang re- out reconnect with everybody because these mental health episodes have kind of they're done. important yeah they're important and they're good for us and you guys seem to love them so we've closed the other two episodes with the same kind of message in the sense that number one if you don't take anything else from this episode understand that we are coming from a complete place of non-professionalism we're just yeah. talking about our experiences once again, Casey and I are both here. If any of y'all need to talk, reach out. Mm-hmm. We are not counselors. We are not professionals. And I'm not the one size fits all mental no, illness. We are normal advocate. people. We are normal people. Yeah. But every time that we say this, we get more and more people reaching out to us. And that so makes that's me great. so happy. That brings me so much happiness to think that someone might reach out to me and I might be able to help them. So seriously, it's awesome. We are never trying to be anything other than what we are. I hope that y'all enjoy these because we enjoy doing them for you mm-hmm. from both perspectives, from people that suffer than people that don't. Don't like once again, our, our inbox is open, our text messages are open, our door is open. Just reach out if you feel something that you think we can help with, or if you just want somebody to talk to. Hey, we're here. We're not professionals. We're regular everyday people just like y'all. But we got ears. Yeah, we got ears. And they're in micro they're in headphones right now. Yeah. So once again, thank you all for coming on. Yeah. I appreciate all the support. And we've got our T-shirts dropping very soon. Thank you all for the pre-orders. Y'all if y'all, yeah, they're really cool and they, they're super soft and love them. Thank y'all for all the support thus far because if it wasn't for the positive response to my previous launches with my hoodies and all that, I wouldn't have been able to afford or be able to do things like this. So... All the pre-orders went very well. Mm-hmm. We've got them printing, ready to go. I'm going to send them out to you all as soon as I possibly can. Once again, if you're interested in something like that, shoot me a DM. Let me know. And remember to like this post and share it with your friends because every time that you all share it, it takes two seconds of your time, but it puts us in front of other people. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Google or whatever, make sure to go give us a rating and review and comment. tell your mom. Tell your dad, tell your friends. We tell your preach. mom, tell your wives. Just in case, we <clears throat> out.